Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Haley. And we are Reels on Reels. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about the 2018 Disney fantasy adventure, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Nice. I've never seen The Nutcracker Nutcracker (laughs) in its full entirety. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I watched uh, one of the ballets, like a a film version of the ballet. Um, I saw that. It was like a 90s version. Macaulay Culkin was in it. Okay, I remember. Yeah, I had seen that before, so I was somewhat familiar with what happens, but not like super familiar with what happens. I was just really interested in seeing Tchaikovsky's music. Yeah, for me, this one, that's about the only thing I knew that it had Tchaikovsky's music in it, and I love love his stuff. I love Tchaikovsky. I love Tchaikovsky. Anyway, so me not knowing anything about Nutcracker... What do I want to keep saying? Nutcracker. I don't Nutcracker. know. <laughs> Nutcracker, right? Other than the fact that it has Tchaikovsky's music in it. Yeah. So, and it's a ballet. That's about to the extent of what I know. I tried watching it before, like, just like the stuff that they show on TV, like the yeah. actual ballet. I just couldn't stick around and I just have no idea. So, yeah. enlighten me. Yeah. So, <laughs> this version of the Nutcracker kind of strays away from the source material. Again, we don't really know the source material very much. Okay. But I'm, I'm assuming the ballets don't have like four realms and all that type of stuff in it. So, I <laughs> yeah. Movie, the, the, this movie particularly is about Clara, who is a character from the original ballet. Okay. And she receives a gift from her mother for Christmas, and it requires a mysterious key to open it and while trying to look for this mysterious key she gets swept away into this magical land of snowflakes and flowers and sugar plum fairies and she has to try to find this key and while she's searching for the key she finds out that things aren't all gumdrops and happiness in this land like it would appear gotcha yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of, like, fantasy elements in this one, and it's an adventure. She's kind of like, it goes along with that whole child goes to a magical place and learns stuff. Like Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, or... and like, um, I had another one on the tip of my tongue, too. Kind of Chronicles of Narnia Yeah, you bit. mentioned Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, I did get a lot watching. of vibes from that. But yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot of familiarity with mm-hmm. the story here for this one. But the first thing I want to talk about is some of the the actors in this because it, it's the got cast. A, yeah it's got a pretty good pretty good yeah. cast of names yeah, I'd here. Say. Yeah, like the main character Clara is played by Mackenzie Foy. I knew she looked familiar from somewhere, but it took a really long time for me to place it. Mm-hmm. I actually had to look her up, and then it made all the sense where I knew her from. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you mentioned that one, which I know you're probably going to say. I was, I was surprised. I'm like, oh, okay. That was her. What, Twilight? No, the other one. <laughs> oh, Interstellar. More, Interstellar, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because yeah. Mackenzie Foy, I know her from, she played uh, a younger version of Murph in Interstellar. 
And then, of course, she played Renesmee in the Twilight Saga, the, the final two films. So she has a very familiar face to me. So it was kind of interesting to see her in this one. Um, eh, I don't know how I felt about her as the main character. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I had I had some issues with... Um, like feeling connected to the story and yeah you were mentioning that early on yeah her performance might have had a lot to do with it but i can't really be sure if it was like her performance or like direction because she wasn't bad in interstellar so i kind of want to say it might be direction yeah yeah it's hard to say yeah but i'll I'll come back onto that later but uh, the the performance that really blew me away in this one was kira knightley Like Kira yeah, you Knightley, had a smile on your face the oh, whole time. Yeah. Kira Knightley is my favorite part of this movie. She really <laughs> is because she's playing a character that is just so out there, and she's have <laughs> she's clearly having so much fun doing it. Yeah, and just watching her do that throughout this film, and like the the stuff that she does, and how she talks and manipulates her voice to be the sugar plum fairy, like it's awesome uh, to watch i loved it so much like i love her we need to get her in more roles like that kira knightley yeah she's very very talented yeah i gotta say uh she was great yeah it like i know every time i'd peek over at you you had this big smile on your face and over i was like okay i'm gonna check every time every time she shows up and look at you oh yeah and you just have the smile trace the whole time like just like glaring with like yeah, because yeah. she was she was just so like fantastic to watch, really. Because her she character, w- she's talking in like this like really high voice. She's talking <laughs> so so sugar plum fairy. You know, she's like talking like that the whole time, and yeah. it's it's really interesting to watch that and see how the character transforms throughout the movie and everything. And she says all these things in French, and I kept on I kept on repeating her très chic, très chic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought she was great. Yeah. Yeah, she was uh she was funny. Yeah, she was my favorite yeah. part of this film by far. Yeah, I think she played uh the quirkiness of that sugar plum fairy, is that what yes. she called? Yeah. Yes. The, the the quirkiness, the, the like you mentioned the high pitched voice, oh, yeah. the uh just everything. Like she took it she like completely took it and just went with it. Like, oh yeah. You know. She just so. she went with it and she had so much fun and it's so obvious when you're watching it. Like yeah. that that's why she's fun to watch because you can tell she was having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. So I, I loved that. I really did. <laughs> yeah. But like there is a bunch of other names in this one too. We got uh Helen Mirren plays a role in here. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman showed up. That was really interesting to see. Yeah. Um, it's like you, you have a, a, a bunch of interesting people too, cause there's, um, the, in this movie there's four realms. So you got like a person from each realm and the sugar plum fairy is one of them. And then you have Eugenio Derbe, duh, my goodness, Eugenio Derbez, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, the Overboard remake. Uh, he, that he, was him? Yeah, he was the guy from <laughs> The Flowers. Yeah, yeah. That was him. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow, and, I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, okay. and then Richard E. Grant, who I just watched in uh, Can You Ever Forgive Me, he was the guy from the Snowflake realm. Okay. Yeah, so he he completely disappeared in his role. Like, I can kind of see Eugenia as the, the flower guy. Now that once I figured out it was him, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I can see that. But the other guy just kind of... Yeah, the other guy really like he he was a sullen snowflake. That guy, very <laughs> yeah. 
chili. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. No, not even close. Not even close to that. Don't <laughs> but yeah, like, Take that I, out of your mind. <laughs> I do have to say, I, I was excited to see Helen Mirren in this, but I kind of thought she was underutilized. I have to agree. Yeah. Um, I wanted more from her. Yeah, it would have been nice to see more from her. I think it's just uh, just a character. It was just not enough screen time. Yeah. And, Not and, that she didn't do a good job. It's just they needed more. Yeah, because, like, I could tell if given the opportunity and, like, more screen time, she probably would have really fell into the role of Ginger or Miss, mm-hmm. was it Mrs. Ginger? Miss Ginger. Miss Ginger, yeah. yeah. She would have really fallen into that role very easily, I think, because she she there was something there. There really was. But there just wasn't enough in the story with that character to show that. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, and I feel like we can kind of move into the story a little bit here because I have a lot to say on this point. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> like, I was really, like, rooting for this movie because, like, like we said earlier, like, I, it has a lot of nostalgia for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love Tchaikovsky's music. And I was just really looking forward to what they were going to do with this, but I couldn't help but be disappointed. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember you were saying uh, it felt empty. It felt hollow. Hollow, yeah. Yeah, it felt hollow and lifeless, which is really weird because it was such an interesting, like, magical world that mm-hmm. they were in. And you had some, like, Kira Knightley's performance was, like, so there was a lot of life in that. But everything else just felt blah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, It it's really hard for me to, I guess, try and talk about this one because i don't really know much of the original i don't think you really even need to know much about the original to have liked this though well i mean there were parts that i really did enjoy Mm -hmm. you know same here yeah but you know it's like it's hard because this is all i know right yeah so it's like i can't really you know do any comparisons or even just any sort of relevant like parallelisms or anything because well, i have no idea like it's, it's one of those things where i don't feel like you really need to make parallels to the source material because i know for a fact that they went off of it okay like they they, they diverged into a different kind of young adult type direction with it like almost like all those other films you see where you get the the main protagonist the the young woman who goes into this world and she has to save it you know okay. they kind of went in that direction with this yeah, film. I get that. And I, I like I don't think you need to know too much about the source material to be able to so see just, that this one had a lot of potential that it didn't Okay. Well it, they just took the, the basic ideas from Yeah. Whatever, whether it's a play or Yeah. Uh, from I, I don't what know. I hear from what I hear, one of the base stories is just a very it's a very basic short story about a girl on Christmas and like the toys and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they kind of just took some of the characters from that and created their own world in this one. Okay, and they they turned it into more of a like young adult type story with the Nutcracker backdrop. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I I don't really think you need to know too much about the source material because like I don't really know too much about it mm-hmm. to know, to like really be disappointed that it didn't live up to the source material, you know. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't I don't really think there's too much to live up to really if they went off in a different direction. Yeah. But it was just it was really disappointing to see the potential with the cast and like the visuals that they had in the film and everything, and then there was just no life behind it. It felt like it did. It did feel for me. It kind of drag a little at some parts. Yeah. Um. And it, it's weird because I say that it drags, but at the same time, it feels like it moved too fast. Yeah. You know, when, when things are being told in the story, it just, like, went along as fast as it could. And then it kind of, like, slowed down. And I'm like, okay, let's pick up the pace here. And then, like, it sped up again really quick. And it's just like, oh. I mean, it was only an hour and a half, right? Yeah, I was really shocked so, that how short it was. How, I, I was fully expecting it to be like a two-hour yeah. live-action Disney film. And maybe Disney that's film. part of the issue. Well, not necessarily, because I think the parts that you're saying dragged was that like kind of hollow, lifeless feeling. Okay. Because for the most part, I felt like the story kind of rushed through a lot of things and didn't, and that, and didn't really explain a lot. That's part of the one I'm saying where it kind of felt like it just went on, just yeah. went forward. And I was yeah, just like, and what? I can agree with you about that. Definitely, so it has this like it's weird, like it it's it's like almost an inconsistent like roller coaster ride. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like I'm hitting like I'm heading up the 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 top of the, the ride and and just as it comes down it like slows down and then oh. all of a sudden I'm falling fast again. I'm like, wait, what? like that sounds that, horrific. It, that inconsistency <laughs> is just weird. Yeah. That's what I felt like with the the way it was being told. Yeah, like I I had a problem with it from the beginning because in the beginning when you're being introduced to Clara's character, like I just wasn't have I wasn't connecting mm-hmm. to the character. And then because I didn't have that connection to her character when she entered this magical world, I still had no connection to her. So there was like really nothing pulling me along. Okay. And I was just kind of watching it like, okay, we're doing this now. Cool. So it's just you're just you're just there for the ride. Yeah. There wasn't anything else for you. Yeah, there was nothing, like, tugging at my heartstrings okay. about it. Maybe that's how I'm feeling about it. I just don't know how to explain it because yeah, like I don't know anything. It's just, okay, I'm just learning what they're giving me. And yeah, and if they did it well, I think you could have very well enjoyed what you were watching, even without being familiar with the source material. Okay. But, yeah, unfortunately, I just I was, it was very lifeless. And it needed more Tchaikovsky. I gotta say, <laughs> I remember you saying that. Like, I was very disappointed that I, I, I was expecting to jam out to the Nutcracker Suite throughout this movie. You know, that's like some of my favorite Tchaikovsky stuff, and there was not enough by any means. Yeah, not enough. I mean, I could, I think for me, I was only able to point out maybe three, if that, <laughs> if that. Yeah. Uh, other than the recurring themes, but those are motifs, right? Yeah. But yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like they. I feel like that was kind of a wasted opportunity. Like yeah. they should have. They should have definitely based a whole lot more of the original soundtrack on the Nutcracker Suite, at least some of the more familiar stuff that people know. Because yeah. that might have been, uh, might have been a bigger draw for people yeah. if they had that. Because I was just I was waiting for it, you know, and I never really got it. Yeah. Well, what about what about that little ballet section that they oh, had? Oh, I I'm very glad that they had one ballet scene in this to like pay homage to what has come before this adaptation. So that was very nice. And they had um, professional ballerina Misty Copeland. 
was, she was yeah, great. she was the one who was playing the ballerina in that. So that was really nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and even even that ballet scene though, I, it didn't really like the technique was there, but the feeling was not. Okay. And it's like that. That's just like that is the problem that I had with most of this, unfortunately. Just wasn't hitting. Yeah. It wasn't hitting that emotional uh, connection. Yeah. Like, I will say the one thing that did hit me really well is I loved the horror beats that they kept putting in there. <laughs> like, because I, I have my own desires to do my own adaptation of the Nutcracker at some point. And those of you who know me know what direction that's going to go in. So, <laughs> so it was really nice to see some of these horror elements come into play here. I was like, yes, other people see what I see. Yes. Yes. Because there's this one part where you have all these, like, like the, the Russian nesting dolls. Oh, and, they're, yeah. and they're all, like, coming out. That was horrifying. That was so scary. Like I remember you were saying something like, I should review just this part for my thirty one days yeah. of reviews. Yeah, like if they had if they had gone out more with the horror elements, I definitely yeah. would have said this was like a horror fantasy. But it felt like they tried to push it. <laughs> they a tried, bit. but it, it didn't really it didn't yeah. really stick all the way. But I liked that they attempted at some points and they there, put that in there. There's another part which I really like when uh she was in the forest and there was something creeping behind her oh yes the, sh- the <laughs> shot where she's in the foreground and then you can see something coming up out of the shadows behind yeah, her it was, that, that was great that was great. along with the, with the music underlying it just it, yeah it's like they they really sh- they have a lot of stuff at least in the beginning they do drop it toward the end but in the beginning they have some really good horror elements for the nutcracker and that just that really speaks to me <laughs> that really speaks to me so that stuff and then Kira knightley my favorite parts absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, like, even though I wasn't super happy with the story, the visuals were really pretty. Oh, I think the production side of it was great. Yeah, like, there was a lot of color. It was visually stunning to look at. Yeah, right off the very beginning when they come into the shot, going in through London. Yeah. Right. That whole introduction scene leading up to the house. Yeah. It, it, that the the whole introduction where you're kind of like sweeping through London and seeing all this overhead and it's very Christmassy. That was a nice way to set the tone and get you mm-hmm. in the mood for like a Christmas movie. Even though it's June when we're recording this, it was like yes, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was effective and like the colors are really pretty and it kind of has that like magical look to it the entire time. Yeah. So that was fun to see and I really liked the costume design too. Yeah. The costume design worked really well with the colors and everything. Super vivid. Very vivid colors. Yeah. Yeah. Super pretty dresses and again going back to Kira Knightley. Her hair was like cotton candy, and it was so perfect <laughs> on the Sugar Plum Fairy cotton candy hair. She got excited at one time. She picks off her hair and yeah, eats it. Yeah, she eats her cotton candy hair. <laughs> like, that was such a cute idea. That was so good. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like the, the visuals are really nice. I, li- I like the visuals there. Like, I have seen some people say that the CGI is kind of iffy. How did you feel about that? I didn't really pay attention to it too much. I mean, yeah. I was expecting a fantasy type of, you know, film. Yeah. And uh, I didn't really notice anything as far as CGI being kind of iffy or not. 
Yeah, because like oh. I don't know enough about CGI to really critique it in massive detail. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. But there are certain things that I look for, but I didn't really notice anything out of the ordinary that's kind of like distracting or pulling me away from from it. Because like you know the mouse or the mice, right? They're okay, especially that one particular mice. I mean, they did a the good main job. The mouse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They did a very good job. Like it didn't really like. You know, you know how I am when I look at things and something catches my eye. I'm like, oh, you see that? It's a little rough on the edge there, yeah. or 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 that that frame rate just didn't look right because you know they might have tried to do something just didn't work. Yeah, you know, I didn't I didn't really notice anything like that. Okay, so, yeah. So I mean, as for me, like visually, nothing really stood out that was problematic. Yeah. Right. So, and colors are very vivid, mm-hmm. you know. Whoever colored it um, and the choices I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. It, uh, very, very bright. Even the darker scenes were bright. Yeah. And is that, was that a good bright or a bad bright? No, it was a good bright. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's, it's showing like, like hope. Like, okay. you know, even though it's like they're they're depicting the scene to be darker and like, you know very troubling but yet there's that glimmer of hope like that because of the way it was colored and how bright it was okay i didn't i didn't really see that but I, but it's interesting that you bring that up because even though i didn't see it i believe that they did that because there's other elements where you're seeing things that are supposed to be bright but they seem dark yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. it's like it's like showing this kind of like I don't I I want to say double entendre or double edged sword type thing to yeah. a lot of the elements of this fantasy world, and it's just it that's really interesting. Like yeah. I might, I might have to watch it again to see the, the it was darkness scattered all, with light hope. Yeah, it was scattered all over. If you yeah. think about it, even right at the very beginning, you know, right at the very beginning when when we're introduced to the characters, no, they're up in the attic. Okay, I, um, I, I don't, don't know what we're referring to specifically. It's like just in terms the colors, of the colors, colors, colors and brightness. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that one. It's definitely showing like childlike wonder in a lot of areas for the the brightness and everything, because there is just this element of wonder to it all too. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely interesting. I, I never thought that they did that kind of stuff with color. I didn't even think about that at first. No, there's a lot of things you could do with color. Well, I'm, I'm, I know yeah. that, but I, I didn't see it in this one at first. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. What about sound? What do you sound? Think sound design. Sound design. That one's a little bit harder for me to pick out on because I was more, I was more focused in on the score. Yeah. Yeah, but sound design. Like I don't think there was anything that like stuck out to me as bad. Yeah, nothing really stood out to me either. It was very average. Yeah, it was. It was like your your typical your typical well done film. You yeah. know. There's nothing really stuck out as bad or particularly amazing. Yeah. Um, I was I was definitely more focused on the score and how it needed more Tchaikovsky. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Again. But yeah. Like I was I was more focused on that and how I was a little bit disappointed by it. Now it was interesting. Um James Newton Howard, right? Yeah. He well, he did the music, but he didn't really get credited much. Other than adapting the Nutcracker Suite, right? Well, I, I, th- um, I thought I read in the credits that just said music by James Newton Howard. Yeah, that was just basic stuff like that. Because when throughout the movie, there were there were certain things that kind of 
led me to know, like, I had, I know who wrote this, but I couldn't, couldn't quite pick it out because mm-hmm. there were certain parts um, that were uh, that were kind of reminiscent of um, the Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay. And you did mention that, yeah. Yeah, and I, and then when we saw at the end who did, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Now. Yeah, for so. for me, James Newton Howard is one of my favorite film composers, but for a good chunk of it, I really don't know it's him until afterward. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be like, oh, I liked this. Oh, it was James Newton Howard. No wonder. Like, that, that'll be what <laughs> usually great. ends up happening for me. Um, but for this one, I was really blown away that it was him because I was disappointed in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you did mention that. Yeah. You, you, I remember you saying this is probably the weakest... Uh, score or music that he's done for you for me yeah 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 like i've seen some people who really like the music but i was just let down by it yeah yeah i was i was just expecting more yeah and it could be part of the reason why things just didn't fit right either i mean music is supposed to really depict emotion and a lot of stuff and there were there were some in there that that brought it you know Mm -hmm. like like those, those scenes with um uh the russian uh doll things oh and, the scary things and yeah i mean they were they were i mean they drew it they, they those made scenes it were effective because very the music effective. was scary yeah but for them for the most part the rest of them um even the some of the scenes with the uh soldiers right um the nutcrackers or the tin soldiers the tin soldiers okay it just yeah eh. it didn't it's yeah, just, it just it's, it's it's this is one of those films that like it it can be it can be fun when you're watching it, but I I don't think it's gonna stick with you afterward. Yeah, and uh, uh, like now too, like haven't been able to kind of sit a day just thinking about it or just um, reflecting on the film. Yeah, like last night when it was over, I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool, you know. But then when you start thinking about it, it's just like, oh, okay, I did have a problem with that part. And then have a, okay, that was a little itchy for me, mm-hmm. you know. Like you don't you don't realize until you start thinking about it, and you know I didn't I didn't really pick up on it too much while I was watching, probably because there was so much going on for me, not knowing anything, and I'm just trying to find out what's really happening with the story, and mm-hmm. you know I wasn't really thinking about anything else like you know like i when i watch a movie i always look for the little things right inconsistencies like you know just those i'm just used to that yeah this one i kind of just sat back and watched it so maybe that's why it wasn't so bad for me when on the first run you turned it off like (laughs) i was turned off the brain and you just watched it i just watched it for what it is like a normal person no yeah (laughs) no expectations i was just like okay the nutcracker this was a ballet. It's got Tchaikovsky music. Cool. Let's just sit down and watch this. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really, you know, I didn't really think about it too much, you know. But now, like, you know, talking about it now and actually thinking about it throughout the day before, you know, while I was at work, mm-hmm. it's like, well, there, there were some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not even talking about it even more. Now here, it's kind of bringing up more things. That I'm like, oh yeah, like the music. I didn't realize it until yeah, it was very. Eh. Blah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, James. <laughs> I love your stuff. Yeah. But, Looking forward to your next thing, James. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like overall for this one, like I, I, I wanted it to become like a new Christmas thing, you know, but probably just better off sticking with the ballets. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, 
I kind of want to see what the ballet is like. I'm, maybe you should try and just sit down and watch it. Yeah, I don't know if I'd recommend um, the one that I watched. <laughs> okay. I think it was from 1992, and I think Kenneth Branagh had something to do with it, but okay. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not, I really don't know. Like, maybe if I go into it watching it with Tchaikovsky in mind and just have the ballet just accentuate the music, I yeah. might enjoy it. Yeah. But I don't know. I like I said, I've never seen it. I've you know, I've seen little bits and pieces on TV here and there, but it's never really caught my attention other than the music. Yeah, we'll look for one. So I wouldn't mind. I'll give give it a shot and I might enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and I, I get there's your tin soldiers, you get your, your nutcrackers and sugar plum fairy. And the, yeah. I I get the the, <laughs> the characters now. I don't know. If any of the characters that were in this movie are actually in, a good chunk of them are. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't. I have nothing to base it off of. Yeah, so like, I'm going into I, I this movie I think if blind. anything, like they changed the plot a little bit, like to make it a little bit more fantastical, you know. Okay. But they did take a, a lot of the characters from it. Yeah. And yeah. Speaking of like the fantastical style, like it kind of reminds me a bit of like Alice in Wonderland. Oh, it definitely had that aesthetic. What's that other one? Charlie the Chocolate Factory that oh. with Johnny Depp. Oh, it's I, got that, I don't know if I'd go that far. But it's got that aesthetic. Well, no, maybe you're right. Maybe not quite as far as the, that. I would it's more not. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> yeah, way more yeah. Alice in Wonderland and Chronicles of Narnia yeah, than the Chocolate yeah. Factory. <laughs> like, yeah, Chocolate yeah. Factory was kind of odd. Okay. Yeah, the Chocolate Factory was just odd. I, <laughs> I wouldn't compare it to that one. <laughs> that was... Yeah, I guess maybe not that one. Maybe colors, but not. The, not even. I, not nope. The aesthetic. Nope. 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 <laughs> oh, that was kind of great, wasn't it? Really. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking wait, about. Wait, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get off the Charlie. Uh, yeah, we can get off that one. I now. can't even pronounce the title right. Charlie I, the Chocolate I, Factory. There yeah. You go. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that one. <laughs> it's not like that one. But I did enjoy the visuals quite a bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, but overall, like, if I was going to recommend this one, it would just be Kira Knightley alone. <laughs> just for Kira Knightley. She was definitely a standout. Like, if if you want to see her just having fun and doing some funky stuff with her voice, like, then maybe give this one a shot. Like, yeah. but but it's it's probably not going to become, like, a new Christmas classic. Like, it's definitely not. I got to ask you, what, yeah. did, what did you think of Philip, the Nutcracker? Oh. We didn't um, mention him earlier. Honestly, because his character wasn't, it was it was another unfortunate thing of the character just not being utilized in a really good way. I thought. Yeah. Um, but the actor didn't do bad with his performance. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, he was pretty good with her. I haven't seen him in anything else. Yeah. 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 He, was, he was pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right about just the underperformance of all the. Yeah, actors and I, I think it really is just unfortunate that there's a there was a lot of potential and they didn't really utilize it very well. Yeah, yeah. and that that is unfortunate overall because as I've said many times, there's a lot of potential there and there was a lot of elements that really did work, but the story was not one of them. Yeah, unfortunately, well, it's one of those. And who knows? Maybe I'll have a resurgence in Christmas. But I doubt it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, it's just too forgettable, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you have it. And there you have it. The <laughs> Nutcracker in the Four Realms. 
It's probably not something that I would recommend you running out to go see. But if it comes on, like if they do happen to put it on around Christmas at some point. Yeah. Might be might be an interesting thing to watch. Who knows? Yeah, right now it's currently on Netflix. If you feel like watching it, as of June 2019, it yeah. is on Netflix. So Disney will probably take that off very soon. Yeah, once they get their stuff started. But yeah, if you feel like it, go for it. Yeah, why not? Like I went in it not knowing anything. Completely clean sl- slate for me, and you know it wasn't bad. It mm-hmm. was okay. You know, yeah, forgettable. Definitely. But it was okay. Like, it was it was a good, decent hour and a half. Like, I didn't feel like <laughs> I wasted hour, my thirty nine minutes. <laughs> I didn't feel like I wasted my time watching it because there were inter- very entertaining parts in it, and it was fine. Yeah, like it's it's not so. a waste of time. It's just not something you're gonna like remember for a while afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's not one that's going to stick with you over the years. So, just watch it if you feel like it. Just if you watch feel it. like it. Like I said, I wouldn't recommend just running out to see it, but if you feel like it. Yeah. Kira Knightley's great. There you go. If anything, watch it for her if you're a fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'm Haley. And I'm Eric. And we are Reels on Reels. On Reels.